good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. To God be the glory, great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is August the 31st, the year of our Lord, 2023. It means we will be reading Psalms 31 and Proverbs 31. To God be the glory. Um, so great to get on here, um, you know, with, um, Ambassador, you know, he has been coming on Thursdays, on Lord's Day and otherwise, um, I have a day off today because I'm going on vacation, so I say what better to do than to serve the Lord first thing in the morning, amen, hope everybody's having a wonderful and blessed day. Um, it starts off with a little praise music. Um, maybe you heard of this song before. Whether happy or sad, I pray. 
what I do. Give him praise, a wonderful praise. Yep. Praise is what I do. It's what I do. Praise is what I do. It's what I do. Praise is what I do. It's what I do. Praise is what I do. Praise his holy name. Hola, como estas? My name is El Chapo. And uh, I just wanted to say that I feel like God should save me from prison right now because I'm in this prison and I can't handle with all these type of executions that they're giving me. Got my children locked up in, in, in the Sinaloa, um, Mexico. You know, I, I don't want to do that. Uh, well, we're praying for you, El Chapo. Um, we know that we oftentimes have these life experiences which are hard to deal with. But here's one thing that I know for sure. That his grace is sufficient for any situation. Whether you're locked up, whether you're bed bound, whether you just lost your job, his grace is always sufficient. To God be the glory. Good to see you over here, Mama B on stereo. Um um, Love Life Lessons, Greg Take and Coral Harrison III over here on Wisdom. To God be the glory. Who wants to start praising him first thing this morning? Um, I'm, out to re hey, uh, I'm, I'm out to replay the song here, or, or at least a little bit of it. Because praise 
I do. Come on now, everybody get their praise together. This is the chance. Don't wait for tomorrow. Praise him now. Praise his holy name. Come on. Tell them tell them what you do. What do you do? Praise is what I do. It's what I do. Praise is what I do. Uh, it's what I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. Pray. This word I do is what I do. Praise is what I do. It's what I do. Good morning, Mama B. Good morning. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Good morning. And D-Y. Good morning. For the job. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. God is good. Mm. He yes, is he is. Faithful. God is good. God is faithful. And that's why we're here. Because he is good. He is faithful. He's trustworthy. We can say that he's our king. In fact, that goes right into our next song. Hallelujah. I don't care what you're going through. There's nothing too hard that God can't do for you. Nothing too hard that he can't do. There's nothing that you've been in. Nothing that you've done. That God can forgive you. Amen. A lot of times we go back and pick it up, but the Lord is throwing it in the sea of forgetfulness. Yes, He is. But I dare you to trust Him on tonight, and you can take it to the King. Take it to the King. Y'all gonna help me sing? Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't have much to bring. I'm going to be said. It's my offering. Take me to the king. Truth is on time. Options are few. I'm trying to pray. Church town, hurt and confused. I can't 
Matthew Havertz, to God be the glory. Um, at this time, let us head on into our morning devotional. John chapter 3. And let us start at verse 8. No, verse 7. 
because I wanted to get a little something. And these are Jesus' words um, for 7 and 8. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you can hear the sound of it, but cannot tell from where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? And this is when Jesus had to make, gave the revelation that changed not only Nicodemus' life, but these verses here is the turning point in humanity. Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. In as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whoever believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God not sent his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So help me lift Jesus up this morning. Let's lift Jesus up today. Everyone together help me lift Jesus up to the glory of God for the hope and salvation of the next generation. That's your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, nephews, neighbors' children, the children at the school, the children at the park, children across the street, children across the city, the children across the state, the children across the country. The children across the whole wide world were coming for Generation Jacob. It's time for them to come home. They've been bamboozled much too long. Amen. Instead, let's bring them back to the king. The king that we meet and we know as our shepherd. In Psalms 23. And you can say it with me. As we pledge allegiance to our shepherd with this psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And let us all together say, Amen.
Yes, we pledge allegiance to the king. The one who gave his life for us. And through his blood, we are now saved. One people, under God, indivisible, with the liberty of the spirit and justice for all those who love him. That's the pledge to the king. Amen. So I see over here on Truly Julius joined us as well. Over here on um, Wisdom. Again, it's good to have everybody. Let us go to Matthew chapter 6 and go through the Lord's Prayer. Um, before that, I just want to give a little, well, no, we'll do that, then I'll give our testimony, and then we'll head on into our daily readings. So, Matthew 6, it tells us the Lord's Prayer. Just follow me on there. Mm, hallelujah. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And let's all together say, Amen. So before we head into the daily room, this is just a little testimony. Um, last night we had Bible study and... Um, for the second week in a row, it addressed the topic of forgiveness. But this time it addressed it from one of Jesus' parables uh, about the prodigal son. Now we all talk about the prodigal son being, you know, the story about whether even if you go far from God, you can always come back. But it's also a story of forgiveness. Not only because his father forgave him when he came back home. And brought out his his brought out his best garments, of you know jewelry to put on him, and killed the best um, lamb. What is it, calf? I believe, so they could throw a party and celebrate his son's return. But that also shows you the story of unforgiveness of two brothers. The older brother, who couldn't forgive his younger brother for taking what he had in leaving while he stayed and worked with his father the whole time. And the younger brother's story of not being able to forgive himself. And that is why he spent all that time out there in the pig feeding the hog, something that a Jewish person back then would, would consider abominable as they considered pigs to be unclean. So it just lets us know how important it is to forgive. To forgive others. Or their sins against you. 
even to forgive yourself of your sins against your own body. If you are suffering with a sexual sin, and we know there's a lot of men out there and women who have, forgive yourself, but sin no more. Take yourself to the throne. Offer your body as a living sacrifice, as Paul put it in Romans 12.1. Holy and acceptable God, for is our reasonable service. That way we can truly inherit his kingdom. Amen. With that being said, today is the 31st day of August in the year of our Lord, 2023. Let us go to Psalms 31. Psalms 31. Subtitled. The Lord of Fortress in adversity. To the chief musician, which in this case should be yourself as you consider this psalm. That is a psalm of David. And it begins. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I have hated those who regard useless idols. But I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy. For you have considered my trouble. You have known my soul in adversities. And have not shut me up into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a wide place. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief. Yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. Because my strength, my strength fails because of my iniquity. And my bones waste away. I am a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. And am repulsive to my acquaintances. Those who see me outside flee from me. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I hear the slander of many. Fear is on every side. While they take counsel together against me, they scheme to take away my life. But as for me, I trust in your Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Do not let me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence. 
We speak insolent things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you, in the presence of the sons of men. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of men. You shall keep them secretly in the pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my supplications when I cried out to you. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. For the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. These being the 24 verses of Psalms 31. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Um, to God be the glory. We got nine over here on wisdom. We got T-F-O-T-K, Mr. Two Extra, N-G-Y King, Julie Julie, Maisha, Cecilia Grace, Life Love Lessons, Greg's Tate, and Coriel Harrison. Over here on stereo, you got me and Ambassador on the platform. In the audience, we have Brother Matthew and Sister Adrian. Got a message from Adrian, to God be the glory. Victory is mine through the king. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Amen. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Mm -hmm. if, if, if Chris was here, he would say, um, thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. So this here is heavy here. Um, Psalms Psalms thirty one. It's heavy. Yes. Yes. This is the psalm you hold on to when you're going through stuff. When you when you ain't got when you don't feel like you don't have no strength. I, I actually I I need to give this psalms to somebody. Um, they had texted in um my men's group, um, text group. That they was going through something last night, like one something in the morning. Somebody texted. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm saying it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually um, tell him to read Psalms 31. Cornelia, the fellowship, the gathering of the brothers. 
and the sisters too. Amen. So we all are going through things. Like you said, you got you got, you're going your two, three plus the other issues that you have health wise. Uh, you know, as well as you know, you talk about your transportation issues. You know, staying with your brother. You know, I got my issues. You know, um, you know, with my job sometimes I work. I wonder and worry. Um, you know, issues with my family. Although I am going to my family reunion. Um, actually leaving tomorrow, so I might be able to join you for a little bit tomorrow. But I'm gonna need help on the weekend. Um, I ain't gonna say I won't be on. I just can't, you know, do host like I usually do. But I, I still try to join the platform. Because um, the gotcha. picnic don't start to ten, and then we leave out, um, and we leave out on Sunday. Um, I still can come on. I might be able to, to at least start, but I won't. I can only do one platform if I do on Sunday. But if you can hold it down for me, then I can join you. That way, all can hear what they need to hear. Want to make sure they get that that second, that second and third. Psalms and Proverbs here. You need to establish the foundation. Amen? And we know what the foundation is. It's the Lord. Just like the psalm says. The Lord a fortress in the verse. So he is the one that we can count on. No matter what. Amen. David, uh, stayed in trouble. <laughs> yes, he did. Yep. He stayed in trouble, but he stayed before the Lord. And that's why David considered his myriad of sins, including killing a man, sleeping with a man's wife, having a baby by her, stuff that you that that, that we don't even accept these days. He did those things. But he was considered a man after God's own heart. Now people wonder like, Well Saul, all he did is offer up a sacrifice at the wrong time. Why? So why did why did he treat Saul so bad, but David so good, even through the things that David did? Well, the difference is Saul didn't repent. Mm, that makes the difference. Like a lot of folk today, they think they don't have to repent. Amen. And that's pride. It just took another form, but that's pride. Yes, it is. Just like forget, just like unforgiveness, it is pride. And these are the first things, the first thing that separates God from us. <laughs> Amen. We don't. All right. Uh, let's look at right. let's look at these messages real quick. Maybe somebody has some insight. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to my uh, song. No problem, Adrian. Mama B.
Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Good morning. I see we have essentially Sicker has just joined us and Judith. To God be the glory. Okay, essentially Sicker. Sicker. Uh, yep, also Greg's Tate um, has joined us over here on Wisdom. To God be the glory. So, yes, yeah, so. What we're seeing here in this Psalms is that I think it's best put in verse 6. He said, I have hated those who regard useless idols, but I trust in the Lord. Now, people think about useless idols, they think, oh, you're talking about graven images. No. Useless idols is anything that you worship before you worship a holy God. Whether it's money, fame, Power, your wife, your kids, your job, your car, your clothes. And those that stand before you as a representative of God, but his spirit is not in them. They not in the word. Oh, you mean those who have a form of godliness but lacking the power thereof? You know, it's interesting, uh, a, little, a little play on words, like, idol is spelled I-D-O-L. Idol is spelled I-D-L-E. But, uh, but the word idol explains the idol. It ain't moving. Right. It ain't doing nothing. It can't help you. It's just idol. The idol is idol. It's, it's like void. Exactly. So, for, for the idol to do something, that means man has to make it do something. And when man makes it do something, it's a problem. It's, it's essentially one of the reasons why the Canaanites got destroyed. Did you, did you know what the Canaanites did? They worship a God, some of them worship a God named Molech. And they had statues where they were light. And the statue was hollow. Inside the statue, they would light a fire. And the statue was made of metal and it would get flaming hot. Guess what they did at that point? They offered their children up as a sacrifice onto the hot molten God of their own making. And then to make it worse, they would play the drums and make the drums play louder as the kids, as parents were putting the kids on this, they wouldn't hear the, the kids screaming and hollering. And but guess what? We're no better these days. We offered up our kids to these gods today. The gods of social media. Nike. And which actually is the name of a Greek god. <laughs> which is funny, right? But we offer them up to, to Nike. We offer them up to Facebook. We offer them up to Instagram. Bring them children back. Stop offering up your, your children to these idols that do nothing but destroy them. Amen. 
if we go read Genesis 38 last night. Amen. Judah and Tamar. Amen. If you get a chance, go read that story. Mm, that's a tough one. Menstrual of a woman. They have a worship for that, you know. <laughs> they have a worship for the menstrual of a woman. And, 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 and it can't be holy, it can't be clean, okay? But these are the things that is going on in society because they don't know that God don't like it. You're not supposed to touch her. You're not supposed to touch anything that pertains to her during that time of uh, the month. And, and we don't, we don't, we don't care, brother Moore. Some folk just don't care. And they bringing God's wrath down on themselves because they can't restrain themselves. I'm talking to somebody this morning that maybe didn't know. Amen. That's part of the curse. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing that out because uh, a lot of guys can't restrain. <laughs> Amen. That's where, that's where, and, and they can't wait on her to purify herself. I think it's in Proverbs 7, 7, verse 10. The harlot, I paid my, uh, I found that simple young man and I paid my vows. <laughs> and I've come out to meet you, she said. You can't restrain for, what is it, that week? <laughs> that two weeks? Amen. You're going to get in trouble. And this is what breaks up a lot of families, Brother Morris. Mm -hmm. A man not able to restrain, a woman not able to restrain herself. You go out and mess with somebody that ain't. Get you somebody that, while she's on that, I'm going to go get this one. She's not. That's out of order. It's acceptable to somebody, ain't it, Brother Morris? But mm -hmm. it's out of order. And small steps lead to big falls. <laughs> I'm just pointing something out here this morning. With my with my head hurting and my tooth hurting, and I'm still talking to you, trying to save a life here this morning. Amen. God is serious about the seed. And it's not conceived in sin when you bring it to him. David talks about the spirit. In verse 12, I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. He tells God his problems, don't he? he? He humbles himself, he lowers himself to what God can use him. He don't come to him, Lord, I got this suit on and uh, uh He tell God, I need your help. I need your help, Lord. I'm undone. And I live among a people that's undone, Lord. Come see about us. And he showed up. All right, Brother Morris. Thank you. Amen. To God be the glory. Got a message down here from a potential seeker. Building this morning, I hear you. Yes, 
Praise him. Jesus. Praise him. Jesus. The praise. Tell them to they need to get that praise from um Psalms eighteen forty six. The Lord lives, blessed be the rock, let the God of our salvation be his altar. The Lord lives, blessed be the rock, let the God of our salvation be his altar. Because when we, we we forget about that, then we like David, you know, when he had the problem, when he was having, he would say he was in trouble, and his bones was wasting away. You know, I can imagine him being out there in the wilderness, running away from Saul all those years. The only, and the only person he can count on other than the Lord was Jonathan. All right, we got this message from Nick here. Let's see what he's saying. I'm, I'm be careful. Sounds like he wants to, when he brings children in, he wants to bring in some godly children. And to that, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Nick, you're you're why we're here here to get these young people and and to feed y'all. So as your the next generation come up, that we can, we can have these godly children. You you're doing exactly what you need to do. Um, and when you get weak, and when you go through something, read Psalms 31. It will strengthen you. Don't let the temptation of Satan rob you of the gift that God wants to give you. Amen? Amen. Absence is not preached in the church. <laughs> Say what? Amen. Absence is not preached in the church. Mm, not enough. Speak. Not enough. That's a, That's a testimony. Amen. Restrain. Restrain. Yeah, I just followed everybody who I had not already followed. Um, we got Brother Nick again. May I ask, have I ever brought any wrong impression that you, or am I, do I have a bad reputation here that, that you have to say that you have to be careful? Or is it just because, you know, I'm a young man, there's a lot of youngsters here saying a lot of profane stuff. Especially the N-word is very popular, and that's just not good. I don't know why 
a lot of kids, especially of my race, are doing that. It's really a bad generation right now. It's sad I'm a part of that generation. Not Generation Alpha, but Generation Alpha is like 11 and up, so I'm a part of Gen Z. So you have to, you have to make it better for God. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to speak a new... I'm gonna speak a new generation over you, brother. Generation Jacob. Israel. Come on home. Hey. What he was saying before he took your message, he was saying he's gonna be cautious with it. It's because some people come here to disrupt, and it's your first time here, so we didn't know what to expect from you, man. But you blew our minds in a good way this morning. Uh huh. Praise the Lord. And that, and that, and that's why I immediately called him brother Nick at that point. switch over, we're going to go right into what we need what, what we need to go into. Proverbs 31. And he's going to find that woman. That's what God is doing today. He's showing you what you're looking for, and she's coming to you. He's bringing her to you, brother. And he's going to show you what position you need to be in in order to receive that woman. The mother been talking to you, hasn't she? Talking to you about your inheritance, haven't you? Mm. Amen. <laughs> to God be the glory. Let me play these messages here. That's the mission. I want to make sure that that I can make good children for God and make make a godly generation. Try and obviously your kids will choose to follow God or not. But I hope that I can raise my kids obviously not to be by themselves at twelve, but you know, try to get to that to that original um, Hebrew culture where they, they would be and, you know, I want to even go further than that, just the Bible. You know, if I'm going to homeschool, which God's pretty much most of what God is allowing parents to do, because right now it's pretty bad. Hopefully the school system gets better where they're not forcing kids to know the pronouns by kindergarten. You know, I can, I can help my children, you know, be prepared for school, but also I have an advantage. I can teach them also worldly stuff, and even the contradictions people claim are in the Bible, so that when they're my age, when someone tries to bring it up, an atheist saying, oh, God's not real, they'll, they'll be prepared to handle it. Even if you're not supposed to debate, it's brought to them. Well, everybody still has to give an account of their faith, so that's why it's so important that we get in these scriptures and read these scriptures. Because the, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit brings everything to, back to remembrance, but you got to first have something to remember. Somebody did it to you when you was a baby. Amen. When you 
when you got that baby in your hands, when she's in your wife's womb, that's when you start blessing. That's when you start giving them to God before one day is given to them. We're fighting a spiritual warfare. And, and the word of God is like a two-edged sword. It cuts. Both ways. Going and coming. Even separating the bone and the marrow. It starts in the womb. Yes, it does. Before the person takes it. I'm uh, helping somebody this morning. It starts in the womb. The, 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 the things that are seen came from the things that are unseen. And it starts in the womb. And only God can do it. Mm-hmm. So bless the babies while they're yet in the womb. If you go read that story about Judah and Tamar in Genesis 28, the, the chapter, the old chapter 28, it's not a long chapter, but if you read that story, you're going to be receive a revelation. You're going to receive a revelation. Go read it. Only God can teach you. The Spirit of God got to reveal some things to you. Our testimony is good, but you got to seek Him for yourself in the wisdom. Go read that story and let God speak to you. We need to know ain't nothing by coincidence in God's kingdom. <laughs> Your Genesis you 30, open. you said 38, right? Not 28, right? 38, I believe, is where he is. It is 38. Yes. Yeah. But this is a priester. This is Judah. Amen. And and, and, and the boy was masturbating, Brother Moss. <laughs> the brother didn't want to get the other brother, which was the law, carry on. That's, that's dominion. When you refuse to do God's will, and it's already written, if, if the man died, the brother's supposed to go in. He disobeyed his father and everything, Brother Moss. Mm-hmm. But the seed has to be kept. Don't spill your seed, young man. God will kill you. Go read the story. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that go for force. But if I shut up and don't tell you, I'm held accountable. <laughs> now you know. My brother was telling me about this biochemical, y'all, they putting in the food. You can read it on the label. If it's in there, you'll see it. Bioengineered. Start reading your labels before you buy and consume food. Amen. The chickens, the chicken too. All these are selling some chicken that ain't chicken, y'all. I know what a chicken thigh look like, Brother Morton. Mm-hmm. This is bio... It's, it's, it's bio... All right. And it's got long-term effects, and it's for the children, y'all. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're new children. But he told me about this, and I didn't know about it. But my brother knows about these kind of things because the Spirit pricks him in that area. But when he told me about it, I'm like, you mean I can't eat Roman noodle soups no more? <laughs> I didn't like them, but that's a poor man's bill. I can't eat Roman noodle soup no more. I can't eat my cookies no more. Amen. My nephews told me, I went to the store and bought a pack of cookies. Hey man, he got x-ray vision or something because he said you got cookies in that bag. <laughs> and it's all them cookies on. So I couldn't give them to him because my brother read it and it had the bio engineering chemicals in it. Hey man, so pay attention to what you're eating. Hey man, but once he told me about this, Brother Morris, 
I could no longer go for conscience sake. I couldn't go back and buy the things that had these chemicals in it that had been treated like this. For conscience sake, y'all hear me? When you know better, you say you do better. Mm-hmm. So when we bring it to your attention, amen, for conscience sake, you say eat what's put before you for conscience sake, but when you know that it's been offered to idols, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like it's here. It, it, if your if your conscience tells you you shouldn't eat something, don't eat it. Cause that's sin to you. Now the thing is, now if, if somebody else conscience tells them they can't eat it, let them eat it. Don't condemn them. But if you that person who does eat, and don't look at the person who doesn't eat and condemn him. Because that's not right either. And, and what he's really pointing your attention to is the God in you. Exactly. Everybody has their exactly. own... Listen here. We know that the Bible gives us the, the, basic, the basic rules. This is the basic instructions. But the Holy Spirit exactly. puts together our personal blueprint. Our personal map. Oh, oh you're getting something. But the thing is, we always have to remember about personal convictions. They're that personal. Just like some revelations God give you ain't meant to be given to everybody. People wonder why certain things happen is because they giving revelations to the God gave you something for you, and you gave it to somebody else, and God didn't want you to do that. Amen. But see, you know, in pride. A lot of times we'll do things like that. And it's just the opposite. That's why you have to stay in this word every day. It's just the opposite. Some things is given to sort of build you up in your personal relationship. And then some things he give you, he wants you to share with others. And if we don't share those things, Brother Marcus. Mm. You saying too much, brother. You saying too much. I don't think I don't I, I, I don't I don't think they got that. It's the sin of omission that we're under God's wrath for. Uh, somebody say, well, Adam the one disobeyed him. Yeah, but the sin of omission, what he told us to do, and we didn't do it. We didn't give them his children back at birth. We didn't circumcise them from the heart. Omission. Mm-hmm. Y'all, got, y'all got real quiet on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, they, no, they have not. The message okay. is rolling in. Let them, let's let them roll. All right, I think you should teach your kids is to be aware of the Bible and also be aware of the things people can bring up and, you know, other, other denominations of Christianity. You know, be aware of why well, we say they're not of God. You know, be aware of the Catholic Church and its, and its evil. Be aware of these things. You know, obviously, you know, the only good thing about public school is they teach you how to present, present yourself professional manner and also obviously you know socially so make sure make socialize your kids if you're going to put them through homeschool but a lot of people are saying they're doing that because of all the craziness they're teaching kids also black history stuff is crazy too teach them real history hey man now homeschooling is where things started at mm-hmm. i wanted another thing you all i wanted to point out about the story in uh genesis 38 there's no doctors there y'all jesus is the doctor 
your midwives are doing this thing, not doctors. Cain got the doctors over there, and his, 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 yeah, and his, Cain got the physicians. You got the spirit of life, and the midwives are supposed to be doing this thing. The, the teachers and the mamas, the daddies, the aunties, and the uncles homeschooling. I know that because I was homeschooled. My brother homeschooled all his children. When they became of age, he let them went to high school. But you can't just push your children out there in the world that, that, that God is trying to keep them separated from, and He told you to do that at the at the womb. Yeah. You can't push them out there. You the have school, to. The public schools can only teach them about socialism. They they're going to teach them about so, so, the, well. I won't even say socialism. They only teach them about isms in in general. Socialism, Amen. capitalism, fascism, communism. But ism. It's just a, a system of things that man has created. If we want to teach them something, we have to teach them godly things. So that means that when they are born, before they are born, we should be reading the Bible to your child in the womb. You should be having the praise music going going while, while, while your baby's kicking the womb. Getting to learn how to dance to God's music from the beginning. Teach them godly things before they even get a bottle. Because they ain't even came out yet. And as they learn and they grow, give them direction. We know that our kids hit that selfish spot at, at two. That's the time where you have to chastise them. Get them straight. Let them know what the truth is. So by the time they get five, you have already set the foundation. Because here's the thing. If you don't set that foundation by five years old, you leave them kids on their own. I don't care if you homeschool them at that point. You you leaving them in trouble. You have to raise them children, and I mean raise them. You can't leave them to just aunties and uncles if they're not godly either. You know, sometimes family we think family is the best thing, but it's not always true. Um, it's like yesterday I was reading this story. I was reading about blood thicker than water, right? Everybody's heard of that before, right? But that's not the actual saying. You know, what the actual saying is. That's the saying is that that the that the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Mm -hmm. That's the actual saying. The so that means that whoever so like yeah David had family he had he had brothers and stuff right but who was his but who was his real brother? Well, in worldly, in this case, Jonathan was his real brother. Yes. Now, that's that, that Jonathan there. Is that the same one that he rescued? No, it's the same one who rescued him time after time after time whenever Saul was trying to get him. They had made, they had made a blood covenant. They, they, they became blood brothers. Because he was... David, is that the one that David was responsible for the death of his family? In, uh, in the passage I read. I no, that, no, actually, David, that's the one who, okay, you know, Mephibosheth, that was Jonathan's either son or grandson. The one that he invited, because he asked after he became king, it was the, is there any left in, 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 um, in Saul's house? 
It was Mephibosheth. Okay, I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good question. Thank you. Jonathan. Yeah. I'm just curious, Nick. I'm just curious. Tell me a little bit about your parents, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. I just, I'm just curious. Amen. You're so blessed and you're so full. Amen. And, and, and Jean, next to you, want to know, amen, some things you got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell Jean about that man named Jesus. What you know about that man named which I, his messages I already do. So instead of us monopolizing things, let's give God the glory and, and see what God has said through the mouth of others. God bless you, brother Chris. Hallelujah. All right, Nick. There's a guy up here. I'm not going to say his name. You know, but there's a guy up here releasing the new age religion stuff, saying, like, you know, you are God within you. You know, God is within you. You're, God is not all-powerful. You pray to him. God is within you. So you can make everything happen with your own understanding and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, making it happen with your own reality. You know, so they were saying Christ was one of the saviors to tell us to or activate 100% of our minds. So they're, they're in a totally new, you know, Catholic, probably supported religion. So, you know, they, and the thing is, most of the contradictions they try to bring up on me, a lot of stuff they try to say, what's wrong with Christians, is that, you know, the problem is most of the stuff they said can be answered. Literally everything they told me can be answered in the Bible. It's simply a contradiction from not reading it enough. Or even reading the scripture and understanding the context. And that's a problem. Most people don't understand the context. And most of the time, even if I know more. Oh, man. Hold on. I got to play next message. It got to be. Uh, oof. My God. Because he, he, said, he said like several mouthfuls. There's a lot of people up here. Mostly atheists. That, you know, basically bring up the Bible to attack you with it. You know, and the thing is, is they can possibly know more of the Bible than I do. Just in the sense of they read. They know it and they can, they can get different chapters and understandings than I could. Basically, like, they can pull out other stuff from the Old Testament that I haven't read yet. But the thing is, they don't understand the contextual understanding and the histor- even the historic understanding of the Bible. And so, you know, even if they know more than me, I know the more, princ- more of the principle and understanding of what, what who God is. So, like, when they're telling me that God changed from the Old Testament to the New, that's not true. Because if you know the Bible... You will know that that he never changed. He is that wrathful God and and, and awesome, 
Well, God we should fear. He's also that loving and caring God. And the Old Testament is only focusing more on that aspect. And in a lot of aspects, he does show mercy. Amen. Um, well, those two messages, he went through a whole mouthful there. Um, yeah. uh, but let me start off with the new age thing. In a, in a new thought, uh, in case people never heard about those things, um, anybody ever you ever heard about the law of attraction, brother? Yes. That's a new age thing. Now, what new thought has used is they're trying to take the new age and blend it together with the Christ, with, with Christianity, and that's when you get new thought. Um, I hate to name names, but I have to name them. Um, like. Um, like you know, the the name it claimants, you know the jo the Joyce Myers and the Joe Osteens, um, the Kenneth Copelands, um, even the Mike Tides. Well, it's about oh God has given you the power. You know, you you know we had these conversations about the um the people who consider themselves little gods, not understanding that little God in 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 the context, which I'm glad he used the word context. It's not about us being like God. But in this case, Elohim, in that case, meant actually rulers. Amen. Little gods. There is no little gods, okay? There is no little gods. No such thing. Yeah. And there's no such thing as us being... Hey, and there's no such thing as us being able to create with our own mouth, our own power. Well, just speaking things Amen. to existence. Now... What we can do is we can help grow things that already exist with our speech. We can build up relationships with the things that we say. And we can destroy relationships with the things we say. But we can't speak and a car going to come out there and park and going to appear out of nowhere in, in, the, in the parking lot. We can't say, oh, I'm hungry. I want me a, a steak. And just sit, and sit here, and the state is going to appear on our lap. We don't have that kind of creative power. We have the power to change our environment and the thing in the environment. We do not have the power to make something make something out of nothing. Only God has that power. Whether it's God the Father, God the Son, or the Spirit, those are the only ones who can do it. share this here because it's Psalms 82 we need to recognize what God is really saying there he's reminding you of the fall in the garden he's reminding you of what I created you to be and what you're not the key word there is you're going to die and it's appointed to man to die once you are under condemnation is what he's trying to show you Ain't no such thing as a little God. He didn't give the Holy Spirit out in measure. We trying to comprehend the love of God. Ephesians 3.18. The breath that he gave us, his heart, his compassion. Now here's what you can control. And that's me, myself, and I. I can control them. I can submit myself as a living sacrifice because he said in Isaiah 1, I don't take pleasure in blood sacrifices of animals, goats. You're going to die. And ain't nothing you can do about it but get with me so that I can impart this eternal life to you. John chapter 3. Recognize I love you even though you condemned. I put a stay on execution in Genesis. 
Yes, you did. Genesis chapter 3. But you're going to be executed. And somebody say, I die daily. If you're not dying daily to self, then you're not living toward everlasting life. You're not maturing. And the problem with Christians is they want to stay a Christian and not mature in the things of God. They don't want to reach the full statue of God. They don't want to comprehend themselves. Because if you comprehend it, you can't keep it to yourself. That's called dominion. Uh, Man, you don't die. Yeah. Mm. That's why David is crying out to God in the Psalms today. I'm telling you, what I am, Lord, you know all about me. Now rescue me. Did mm. I help your name? Uh, <laughs> Did I uh, help your team? Well, let's see. We got a lot of messages. We t we at nine plus now. Exactly, because when you show, if you show your knowledge to the wrong person, they'll try to use it against you. Amen. I'm glad I caught you guys, man. God bless. Thank you for doing this. I'm listening. All right. Hey, man, they're gonna hate you anyway. Give them a reason to hate you. Give them a reason to hate you. <laughs> Amen. Yes, Determined by you having a, a LLC or 501c3 or, or a building. Ministry is determined by the amount that you're willing to sacrifice for God. If God has put a word in your heart and He wants and He wants you to spread that word to others, that's your ministry. Amen. You're doing it. Amen. Nick? Like, I don't think they think I'm crazy per se, but but like they don't they don't really agree with what I'm doing and I have to keep 
uh, quiet about what I actually believe about the world and stuff, and they just think I'm, I have OCD and that I'm obsessing over God and stuff like that. And my sister's an atheist, and uh, we were born, I was born Catholic, but I just turned away from that. And the thing is, is I, I, maybe that's not what they fully think, but I know that from a lot of the problems I had, you know, they, they, like I'm at the point where my dad said, you got to get your life together. And they don't understand that going to Christ is getting my life together. I know, I know what they're saying, get a job, do all those things. But, you know, they want me, they want, mother wants me to kind of, my dad doesn't, my mom wants me to kind of restrict um, music, you know, uh, you know, God time. She said, put God to a certain time. I can't do that. Huh? You know, it's, it's a little complicated, but my parents are not really of God. And it's something I chose to do by myself. Uh-uh. Oh, no. You're doing the right thing. Uh, no. Don't never let somebody tell you to put God in the box. Ever. And I mean ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Hey, man. I'm understanding that you were Catholic raised in. Hey, man. You were Catholic raised, but you found the... He, 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 he found the real... He found the real Jesus. It, it was just like... Um, last night I was watching um, this testimony of this Mormon who... Who um he grew up I'm trying to remember what state he grew up in. And then they moved out to Utah. His mom even taught at BYU. His dad was a high priest. He got an age. He um they you know, like you spent you supposed to go and do your two years of um missionary work. And they sent him to Orlando. And while he was in Orlando, he 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 talked to this Baptist preacher, right? And this Baptist preacher told him him to you know look to the Bible and everything, but he said something very important, and this and this and this is mind blowing to him, and and really to me. He said, "Read the Bible like a little child." Mm -hmm. Approach God like a little child, but such is the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> and 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 from that, he when it like when it came time for his. A mission to be over. They 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 stood him up. He told them the truth. They pretty much excommunicated him. But guess what? Through his testimony, he talked about his brother being on the piano. He came to know Christ. Um, another sister came to know Christ. Actually, all his siblings came to know Christ. And in fact, even his mom and his dad came to know Christ through him. So, Nick, I'm encouraging you. While things might seem rough right now, stay the course. If God has a testimony for you to give, give it. Verbally and with how you live your life. You don't know who you're going to save with what is inside of you. Like Nick, I, I, that's where I can agree with Nick on this one. He, like, there's some atheists on here I've heard that that knows they can quote some scripture, but they don't know the book. When I, you know, I hear he, he does have a point. They they'll try to trap you. You know what I mean? Their whole thing is, you know, the thing the book contradicts itself, and, and it's like, well, you might, you know, you might know where to where to cite some passages to try to try to get somebody into like a loaded question type situation but you don't know the book nah of course they don't know the book you know you know why and this is why the gotcha never works the gotcha only works is because 
they're they're looking at spiritual things from a fleshly view, viewpoint. You can't comprehend the spiritual using your eyes, your hands, your toes, your tongue, and your ears. Amen. You got to remember that they're trying to use their, their limited minds, their limited bodies in order to comprehend an unlimited God. A God that not only, a God that does not, and I mean does not exist in time, does not exist in space, but instead created space in time. No, he no. He's not even the time and the space. He is the creator of the time and the space. He don't follow that rule. He doesn't because he is not that. He is unlimited. He is timeless. Like we sitting here talking. We've been we've been on for over we've been on for um over an hour, right? But see, God experienced what we first said at the beginning of the conversation and what we said right now at the same time. He experienced Genesis and Revelations at the same time. Hey man, I'm confused. <laughs> I can't understand this God. I just believe him. Amen. There you go. He's outside of time. He's outside. To bet you cannot. If we're humans and we're confined to space time, we're confined to matter and energy. How can we how can we truly experience one who does not exist in any of those? Amen. Here, here's what happened. When he said day one, day seven, amen, that week there, amen, he gave you a rest. Amen. <laughs> he puts you in a kingdom. Amen. But when we fail... We was trapped in that kingdom. So we're not experiencing the life that he had for us. Somebody helped me this morning. We're not experiencing the life that he had for us. But here's where you need to do right here. I keep getting this, Brother Moore, so I'm going to share it. Hebrews 4 and 12. It came back to me, Brother uh, Nick. The word of God is living and active. Now, we see this in Genesis, okay? And sharper than any two-edged sword. And piercing even to the dividing of the soul. Somebody helping me. You listening? In spirit. In a joints. And marrow. And quick to discern the thoughts and intent of the heart. This is why you can give your child back to God while he's still in the mother's womb. Because the word of God. Somebody gonna get this here. <laughs> Somebody gonna get it. Ooh, to God be the Somebody glory. Amen. All right. So, so before before we get to the messages, let me just do a roll call. We up to eighteen over here on wisdom. We got Lola Artifacts, Kobe, Hakeem Ali Bocas Alexander, John X, Christina Losey, um, Truly Jeweler. Sebastian Jean just followed you. Greg Tate, Daryl, Cecilia Grace, Andrew Johnson, Wandering Fool, <gasps> Coyle Harrison the Third, TFOTK, 
It's too extra. Ngy King, Maisha, and and Love Life Lessons. Over here on stereo, we got me and Ambassador. Um, up on the platform, we got Butt. We got Brother Chris, Essentially Seeker, Mama B, Nick, Kodiani, Jean Jean Hippolyte, and um, Shurak. All right, so we got um, eight messages. Uh, Mama B. on my heart um you know today is thursday um and we're looking for help on tuesdays and thursdays to continue this 31 day challenge um 31 day challenge simple whatever the day of the month is we read the psalms and the proverbs of it and we do our daily devotional in and and john chapter 3 um psalms 23 and the lord's prayer and either uh, um luke 11 or Matthew 6. Um, if you're interested in helping us out with this mission, whether it's um, Nick or Seeker or Mark Gibson, um, Brother Chris or Gene, you're more than welcome to do so. To God be the glory. Amen, brother. Because it, it ain't about us coming on here um, running our mouths. It's about letting the, the, the truth of God being revealed. Whether it's through our mouths, whether it's through your mouths, but always through his words. Amen. I want them to understand what's really happening, Brother Morris. And the devil said, I'm going to destroy everything that's good. And that's your testimony. Mm-hmm. You need to come up here and testify to the goodness of God. And you, you can't do this sitting still on the bench, Brother, brother Ishmael. They, they got to get off the bench. Amen. Get in the game. Hey, I, I, hey, I need a pinch. Hey, sometimes we need a pinch hitter, right? We need the DH to Amen. come in or a pinch runner. Hey, a relief pitcher. Amen. Somebody. You can't fail up here. Ain't no failing up here. Ain't no right, wrong way to do it up here as long as you keep the prescription that God has given to you the land. Amen. So try it. Pray on it. Watch how we do it. And jump right in here and do it. Amen. <laughs> it's a, hey y'all, this thing is wrapping up. It's, we're coming into September. October, November, December. We're in 2024. And ain't no telling what's going to happen before we get to the, my birthday, December 1st, y'all. Ain't no telling what's going to happen in this world by December 1st. That, that is if any of us are in it. Because we know Amen. it's only because God 
holds the universe together that any of us are still here. And in, in the day that God lifts his hands from over any one of us is the, is the day that we either meet him or we stay away from him. But don't let him, don't let the enemy silence you like he's done to church is what I'm saying here. Amen. That, that's why I'm so glad um, I, you know, our pastor, the overseer, they're to the point now that once a, once a month they want to do an outside service. Whether it's whether it's at another location or it's just in the parking lot of the church. Amen. That's the step that God is moving toward, Brother Moore, is bringing that out the church. And did he say, you fill my cup and it overflowed? Okay. <laughs> Brother Nick, did you hear the 23rd Psalms this morning? Hey man, I don't see you, but yeah, you got in on the twenty third Psalm, so the Lord is your shepherd, let him lead you, bro. Exactly. He there, he just Amen. probably left a message. You know, um, I don't know if you ever noticed that when you're down there in the audience, you leave a message, it makes you disappear for a little bit. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Mm -hmm. Didn't understand it, but yeah, now that you mentioned it, I have noticed it. Yeah. So we got a bunch, we got essentially Seeker, I got her for um three messages we got nick for two and then we got messages from others so let me get seek out the way because she's been waiting the longest Alright, so Sika, let me explain to you what we're saying. Okay, so on that verse where it talked about um, us being, it's translated Elohims, 
like I said earlier, it's about us, about rulers. Not that, and you know, rulers can be, um, you know, pastors. They can be political rulers. They can be leaders of businesses. These are the ones who the, the Proverbs tell us so much about that need to make sure that they don't trample on the poor, that they don't, they don't harm the orphan, that they don't forsake the widow. Not that we have any quote-unquote God powers. We don't. God is with us, within us. That's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, as I best put it, um, explain to somebody else, and, and, and <laughs> to God be the glory. The Holy Spirit is our GPS. It's what guides us in our personal path to God using the path that Jesus put before us. Does that make any sense, brother? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Amen. But, but, but back to this we are God thing, okay? If we was God in Matthews, he wouldn't have said God is with you, Emmanuel. I'm trying to tell you. Amen. We were missing something. Now, here's the other part of that is when he said you're going to die, he told me that I'm not the God of the dead. I'm the God of the living. Amen. So you must be born again. Now that's when things become. Yeah, Amen. That's when things become self-evident. Then, when, yeah, when, yeah. when it, it becomes self-evident when you drop self. Amen. <laughs> Jesus, the chain. Okay, because that's confusing a lot of people too. Amen. The chain. <laughs> Don't get caught. Here's what I got to tell you about. About the name, the names of God, the names of Jesus. Um, knowing names and what they mean is important. It gives you understanding. At the same time, you worship what God is, not just the name. Amen. That's why He got so many names, because He's such a God that we can't even, even the the parts that He shows us here in re, in this reality. We still can't comprehend it all. Imagine the glory. Imagine we. Oh my God! Imagine the during eternity, we'll spend all of eternity learning His true nature, because we won't be confined by this reality the way it is now. I just want everybody just to ponder that for a second. Jehovah, that's a J. Yep, but still not. Yep. I've been using Yahweh a little more lately, but even then, it's not the point. With I call him Yahweh, I call him Elohim. I call him Adonai, Abba. Okay. Well, here's what I yeah. want to get. He did a new thing, he said. Okay. God's names represents his handiwork during that age. Exactly. So when, That's what his name is. So when, when, when you call him Raphael, you're saying he's your healer. When you call him Nisi, you know that he's your he's your banner when you go when, when you going through battles. When you call him Sit Canoe, you, you're saying he's your righteousness. And here's the other thing. You are living a parable. Unto you it is given to know the kingdom of heaven. But it's by faith. What God said settles it, and I believe it. He said there's one name given under the sun. Now here's the other part of it. That was with the Hebrews, the Jews. That, that writing you're talking about where the J is not in the alphabet. 
But he went to the Gentiles, so he expanded his language, his, his word. Now, the name that you want is the word. That was in the beginning. When you believe on the word, you're exposed and introduced to Jesus, to Christ. Jesus is the human, human name that God chose to bring humans to the anointing. It, Why? Because there was two Jesuses, Barabbas and Jesus, the Christ. What made the difference? The anointing, Christ. Barabbas didn't have that. He, he didn't have that. <laughs> so don't get caught up on the letter, he said, the law, the letter. Because the letter, the letter of the law, Amen. Because that's 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 what Satan uses against us. Remember, his job is to be the accuser. So he knowing this little fat. Oh, there's no J in the Hebrew alphabet. Oh, there's no vowels in the Hebrew alphabet. These are things that he can use to make people stumble over the truth. They rejected the J, just like some people do today. They rejected the J. They rejected the Y. They rejected the all of that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Don't reject stuff over semantics, which is because you know the devil. That's his job. The devil's job is to give you a little piece of the truth and a whole lot of lie and confusion. Amen. Amen. God. Oh, man, I don't know if we're going to ever get through these messages. Every time we play a few, they build right back up. And we still got Proverbs 31 to do. And we can't go nowhere without doing that. Amen. So let's go through the messages. I'm going to try to be quiet for once. Like, I'm very afraid to tell them. Like, I'm afraid to tell them that, yes, I am going to a hotel, by the way, tomorrow from to Sunday. And what I'm doing is I'm going to try to think on my life. But what I'm not going to tell them... You know, I told them I'm going to think about my life, looking at jobs and other stuff. But what I'm not telling them is I'm fasting during that time. I feel like if I tell them that, it's not going to do end up well for me. You don't tell them. You don't tell the enemy your secrets. We, we, we just talked about that a little bit earlier, remember? Yeah, yeah. For the Lord. All right, let me get let me get Nick again. Okay. I'll definitely help you guys. I will definitely help you guys. Ah, to God be the glory. Context, my, don't take the Bible out of context, my sister. Um, you know, it has to only do with God's will. I mean, Christ was only able to do all the things he did because he was perfect. He didn't sin, and, he, and he, he was in complete walking and talking with God. That's the only reason why he was able to make bread out of nothing. That's why he was able to, to make wine. He was able to do all of that be, be, because he was in complete unity with God. He was the spirit of the Lord, meaning that he only had 23 chromosomes. He only had the blood of Israel, and and he was he was made. He's the spirit of God, the, the word of God. It's it's literally insane. But also, he also was able to do those things because he had complete faith in the Lord. He he, and he also never sinned, so he was completely perfect, the perfect the perfect mediator for humanity. So yes, he was able to do all of those things because of that. And I believe Ezekiel was the only other human that was able to make things possible. And all the times Moses did it, God let it only. Well, it's real simple with Jesus. And, and it, it's just this re real simple statement. Jesus was fully God and Jesus was fully human. Simple as that. Now, some people say that, that that's too much to comprehend. But that's just the truth. 
Let me get Nick, the rest of Nick messages. Time that Moses, the one time that Moses tried to do something for himself when he cut the rock, you know, he was trying to do it himself and stuff like that. God punished him severely where he couldn't even see the new land. So, so, um, so you have to understand that, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is a serious thing. We can't create something from nothing. It has to only be in God's will. We ask God and if God wills it, it be. Okay, we can't just, you know, we can't be like in Spider-Man 3 where he's like, please help me kill King Peter Parker. We can't do that. We can only do what God allows and what God's will is. Even if it was a good thing. Like I say, God, please bless that that I can get this job at, at Cinemark. Bless that I can get a job here. That may not be what God wills because God knows everything. We have to trust that if I get a job at Texas Roadhouse, that that's better for me and the door's open. We got to see that. Amen. All right, another one from Nick. Jesus, or Christ, or the Messiah, or God Father. You know, you know stuff like that. The Lord of Lords. Sometimes, you know, it's those things. And the thing is, is I kind of forgot when I learned that his name is Yeshaya. I forgot who the character Jesus was. So I had to say Jesus a few times to get back to that. And the thing is, is I still believe Jesus may not have been white. But the thing about that is that even now in my mind, I still imagine him white. Not that he was, but the, but the character that I learned from a child, that meek man who says nothing, that strong and powerful man with powerful words, and the loving man that kisses and loves you and then shows you his way and opens up his arms to you. I imagine that figure, even if I know now, that painting was particularly from a Roman man from, from the Renaissance, I still see that because that's the character that was built and that's the image that comes up. Soon we'll see him what he truly looks like. Engraved images. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm glad you did got Catholicism because I, I honestly believe a lot of the stuff they do in there is idolatry um, based on what the Bible says. He says, you don't you, there's only one way to get to the Father and that's through the Son. Why do I pray through a saint? Who is a saint? I I I, I thought the Bible said we all sinners. Hmm? Amen. The saints. Well, Psalms calls us mighty ones. Mm -hmm. Amen. Even the saints in the land. But here's what I want you to see. In the beginning, when God created everything and declared it good, there was nothing else to be made, y'all. But mistakes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we gotta correct the mistakes that was made. We're uncovering what was already done by God by, and by Jesus, the Word. There is nothing new under the sun. We gotta find our way back home, which is the plan that God had for us from the beginning. We're uncovering a lot of stuff. Amen. But ain't nothing new. But your relationship, your soul being restored. Amen. I hope somebody got that. Alright. Well let me get let me get back to the messages, Mama B.
Hallelujah. All right, so. Yep. He'll trust in the Lord. You know, it said, he said. Yep. The, the, la the last verse of it said, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. Amen. So he starts off with a declaration. And finishes it with the same one. Let me never be put to shame. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Remember I told y'all nothing new under the sun. This righteousness is all that matters to God. Oh. Amen. All right, I got sure hop for four messages here. Grand rising, grand rising to the brother. Grand rising. Shout out to Jack Morris. Amen. Shout out to NGY King. What's going on with y'all? Shout out to the comment section as well. Mama B. Chris, because you don't know, but Gene, Nick, essentially seek up. Everyone have a dandy day today. Bless you, brother. Amen. Bless you. Amen. God be the glory. But yeah, with the 144,000, um, mm, that, that's in uh, Revelations 14. Those are 
is believed about by many to be, you know, some people call them the elect, but others look at them as the 144,000 who came from Israel, and they'll be joining those who were found in the New Testament. But the most important thing is to remember this here. Not whether you're going to be part of the 104,000, but whether you're going to be either spend your eternity with God or without him. As simple as that. It's your choice. Um, I like how Frank Turek said it. Uh, he's a, a famous Christian apologist. Um, he says, God loves you too much to force you to live an eternity with him. Amen. Uh, that's deep. That's really deep. All right. I don't want nobody in my house living with me if, uh, for that long. Amen. <laughs> if if they're not down with me, Brother Morris. Exactly. All right, so I got butt here for two messages. When you say that, I, I, I keep forgetting. I want to, like, try to understand that more, but to understand how God is the creator. So he, he's the creator of time and space, so it's he has no concept of it. It's really hard to understand. How you doing, bro? What's that? Yeah, I'm going to spread the weeds. Thank you, bro. I'm sorry. I'm at, I'm at my job. But uh, I want to, like, get like try to understand that better, but I don't think we're, we're supposed to understand God completely um, in that in that, in that that way. Does that make sense? I'm sorry. I got distracted. Makes 100% sense. How can flesh completely understand spirit? Understanding God in the manner that He's revealed Himself to us. Exactly. And the Spirit, the Spirit of God, lets you know more about God when you walk with His purpose. You're not being idle, going over there doing some some religious stuff in your own power. Amen. It's the purpose, and the Spirit is the one that leads you in all that. When you submit yourself, when you acknowledge Him in the Psalms and the Proverbs, it gets real easy. Amen. <laughs> All right, next message from Butts. Yeah, I don't know where, where that is in the book, but I've heard that from people, yeah. We're all gods. I'm like, um, if that means something else, maybe you're taking out of context, but I ain't no God. I've tried doing life on my own terms. You know? God helps those who help themselves. I can't give it all to God. I've tried to do that always end up right back to the same spot. <laughs> uh, I'm saying, hey, God, I can't do this on my own. Amen. Yeah, that old saying, God helps those who help themselves. Well, helping yourself is submitting submitting yourself as a living sacrifice, holding yourself to a God for is your reasonable service. Verse Amen. Four of, uh, no, verse Psalms 41. Uh-huh. And what I quote it from is Romans 12, 1. All right, so we got Mark Gibson for a few messages here, too, for three. Listen, brothers, I've been trying to say the truth about you a lot of people, and they're cursing me and abusing me because I spoke the truth. Because when I spoke the truth, they don't want to hear it because their sins will, will be exposed. So I spoke the truth, and they don't like it. Yep, itchy ears don't like the truth. And another thing, I don't like men to have the last word in my life. It angers me. 
when I get corrected by my people, it feels like they want the last word in my life, but God has the last word that, that, that needs to, to, to say. But I do listen, but I don't like to hear questions about from other people, and I don't want them to have the last word. Hey Amen. Let me touch that. What word is that? Uh, Amen. If it if it's if it's a word outside the Bible, then no, you shouldn't let me have the last word on the end. <laughs> All right, he got one more message. Go ahead. And when I say the truth about myself and what I do, when I say the truth about myself, some people react negative to me, and they don't know how they're gonna react when I speak the truth about myself. So I gotta feel what I'm supposed to do. Amen. Well, I'm pray to the Lord for guidance. That's what you do. Let him, let him guide your paths. Whether doesn't take this Tuesday or Thursday over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's get to Seeker. Okay, okay, take those, take those. I'm in the dugout warming up. Okay, I'm just in the dugout warming up. Oh, she says she's in the dugout. Uh oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on, Seeker. Yeah, that's called being a vessel. Uh, when you let God, that's what we're doing right now. We're being vessels for God to get to expand His kingdom. It's not because we have the power; it's because God has the power. He chooses us to use power. Like if your cousin heals, to God be the glory that God has used His power through your cousin. But let us remember that it's just that. God using his power. It ain't none of ours. Of God unto salvation. The power of God unto salvation. That's what we have. Now Amen. what does God do? What you think about God, what does he do? He gave his only begotten son. God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imparting their sins against him. What does God really do? What's his purpose? What's his will? That's how you determine if you're a God or not. Can you save me? <laughs> Brother Morris, can you save me? <laughs> if you can't save, save me, yeah, I'm not God then. <laughs> yeah, if you can't save yourself, if you if you can't do the saving power, you ain't God. Because the, the last time I looked, the father, the father, the father saved us, right? Amen. The son saved us, right? Amen. The Holy Spirit saves us, right? All right, let me, let me get these two more messages from Seeker, 
and then and then brother Chris and then we can hit the proverbs What she's talking about is she's had the J debate, not that she wouldn't debate about the J. Ambassador Chris? What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? Let's uh Mark, Bus, Nick, uh Mook Jabba, Jean, Spanish, Mommy. Come on, stop. Uh I'll make it easy. I give them titles. That's why I don't call them God. I refer to them as, as the creator. I don't call them Jesus. I refer to them as Christ. That's a, that's a type. That's not a name. So when you give somebody a type, like you ain't got to know uh, your boss's name. Oh, you, you can call him boss. He might be okay with that. Or the manager. And I know because, see, I'm bad at work with that. If you don't work in building and you don't work directly with me, I don't be knowing your name. I don't care. But you know that title. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you. Ooh. But you know that title. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Hey man, I call him Lord. See, Jesus was the name that brought me to the Father. But it's the anointing that's gonna keep me. Yeah. Is that it's Christ? The name that I declare to you. Is is that Christ that's important? That anointing. And that's what you gotta do. Yeah. God's will is all I'm saying. Now, when I call somebody's name out on the platform, Brother Morris, I call your name a lot. I call Mama B name a lot. It's not that I'm reflecting what I'm saying to you or towards you or against you. Amen. It's just I'm looking for a witness to all, and I know you got that witness in you. That's why I call people name out. Faithful Amen. witness. I understand. I got you. All right, let's get these last two messages and on to Proverbs. Something we thought about 
terms for something we dealt with earlier and gives us clarity after. Like, for example, I just said the message, and, um, and later on, God told me just a few seconds ago that, you know, I want you to, it's okay that you said a message, but I don't want it to be that long. You don't have to elaborate that long. Just make it simple. Start to make your messages more simple. So God's good in all these ways. Because we have to be mean. And I have to be simple with my words. Even if it, even if I feel like i got to tell the whole world, sometimes you have to be simple. Could have told you all a story, too. Fine. That's all I had to say. Amen. Amen. Um, before we head on to God be the glory. Before we head on to Proverbs 31, I'll catch that message after we get done reading the Proverbs. Um, let me just do a roll call over here on on wisdom. We got Noble Ryan, Stevie, Ezekiel Denock, Abigail Barton, Terry, Charente Carr, Sharon Abeta, just followed you, Ro Brady, just followed you, Lola Artifex, uh, Anthony Bonner, Colby, Hakeem Alibokas Alexander, John H., Christina Losey, Julia Julie, Sebastian Jean, Greg Tate, Daryl, Cecilia Grace, Andrew Johnson, Wandering Fool, Cordell Harrison III, TFOTK, Mr. Two Extra, NGY King, Maisha, and Life Love Lessons. Over here on Stereo, got me and Ambassador on the platform. We got Butts, um, Chris, um, Essential Seeker, Mama B, Spanish Mommy, Jean Hippolyte, and Nick Cordiani. Amen. 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 Right. Amen. So let's head. Amen. So let's head on to Proverbs thirty-one, and we'll just head right into it. It says, "The words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. What my son, and what son of my womb, and what son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women." Nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It's not for kings, O Lemuel. It's not for kings to drink wine. Nor for princes intoxicate and drink. Lest they drink and forget the law. And pervert the justice of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing. And wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty. And remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless. And the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth. Judge righteously. And plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. She will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil. All the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax. And willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maid servants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with truth I mean sorry with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. And her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff. Her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes. She reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household. For all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. 
Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you will sell them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. These being the 31 verses, of the last proverb 31 I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word got two messages down here the president if the president of the United States came to us right now we're not gonna say uh, hey what's up Joe we're gonna say hello mr. president you know it's just a way of respect I see that yes yeah, about those titles eh? I think uh, um, Chris made a great point about that God bless God bless this morning to the panel Morris and King, um, Chris, Butterfly, Mama, um, Belight, oh, he just left, Joey and Gentleman for God. Um, I'm loving this talk. I'm learning a lot today, and thank you for having me on your show. Always uh, an honor to be here. Um, just a blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, God loves us all. Jesus died for our sins. And Yahweh is waiting for us to go into the kingdom of God. So let's get this done. I love you guys, and I'm listening. Thank you for having me. Yes, we do have to repent, and we have to live righteousness in God for God. As we have to turn away from our sins and, you know, be for God and just live in the path. So, I am loving this talk. Like, again, I am learning a lot more. And, oh, I'm feeling this power. Ooh, God bless us. God bless us. God bless us. Yahweh. Mm. Powerful. Very powerful. Jesus. Jesus, we gotta get to God. So praise you, praise you, Jesus, praise you, God, praise you, Yahweh. And yes. right now for you and with you. Hallelujah. And I want to touch on something essential said uh, about her cousin. Amen. Just because he's a Muslim and he's got that guilt, what God has showed me over the years is that many have, he said it's the falling away, many have turned from him seeking something else but that didn't mean that he withdrew his spirit from them, it, that just means that he's not operating and they're not giving him the book they're still doing what he said do, but he said there's a crowd that stood before him one day and said that uh, I never knew you so I'm just saying that okay, because <laughs> amen we gotta get back to where we started at, where we fell from 
And I think Proverbs 31 is the perfect place to do it. This shows you this redeemed man that's ready for this redeemed woman. To God be the glory. So when you look at these first... Huh? He, it points you to that priesthood. Exactly. And all priesthood. First Peter 2 and 9. Mm -hmm. Be because Peter when we come to know God the way he wants us to know him, and we live in the right way, the man will be the priest of his house, and his women will be his priestess. A midwife. I like to say midlife. That's what a midwife does. She catches that soul. Midlife. Somebody want to be a midwife now, don't you? Well, hey, that's why so many women want to be nurses in general. Amen. It's there. It's in your blood. Mm -hmm. Amen. Caring, loving, compassionate. All right. Amen. So, yeah, so when we look at these, um, when we look at the first nine verses of Proverbs 31, what his mom was trying to teach him is how to be a fair and honest ruler. So, as a good ruler, you can't be drinking because then it's going to mess your mind up and you're going to make bad decisions. He said, save, save the drink for those who are suffering so that it gives them some relief. And I think eight and nine is very important because I don't think we really pay attention to this enough. I don't think we pay attention enough to this in the Proverbs in general. It says, open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. And we can't say we're Christians and we're not pleading the poor and needy's cause. How do we do that? Well, we can do that on an individual basis. We can do that through the political system, too. Um, like you said so many times, the reason why we have so many horrible politicians is, is because we're letting the world rule when we're supposed to be in the spot and let God rule through us. Amen, brother? Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Yes, I know you about the news. Amen. But everything that was said brings me back over here with Lemuel and his mother. What he was she was teaching him was not to be treacherous with the wife of his youth. Malachi chapter two, starting at verse fourteen. That was the charge that God had against Israel, his people. He said, All I desired was godly children. You or you can go read that Malachi. Chapter two, because that was the close of the Old Testament and the beginning of something new. He said, I'm the witness between you and your wife. I see what you're doing. You're dealing treacherous and you can't bring me godly children. Somebody seeing God's handiwork now. Mm. It's his purpose. My God. Amen. Amen. All right. And then. Now, verses 10 to 31, these these 22 verses talk about the, the, the godly woman, the virtuous wife. Like we know in the Proverbs, there's multiple Proverbs that deal with this, deal with the contemptuous woman and with the uh, adulterous woman. You find them 
and probably half of the Proverbs talk about either a contentious woman or an adulterous woman. But here, it, the, the last proverb, it shows you the woman who is virtuous. And she sh and it shows you how she operates. It shows that she's a woman of grace. That she's a woman of strength. She's not no weak, dainty woman that, oh, serve me, husband, get by me everything. No, she's a woman who goes out there and gets her own and provides for her family day and night. Um, look like she got she she ran businesses too because she got a field and she buys it and she plants the vineyards with the profits. She is blessed. Ladies. Exactly, and you know why she's blessed? Because verse twenty shows she she extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hand to the needy. So God can trust her with stuff because He ain't got to worry about her holding on to it for her own selfish reasons. Because she's gonna whenever she gets. She's going to take care of the needy, and she's going to take care of her own household. Even when it's cold, she's going to make sure they, they, they clothe properly. A, in contrast to that woman who turns down her house with her hands, her own hands. Uh-huh. Uh, contrasted to the woman, the woman who's like to continue dripping on a rainy day. This woman here, when she opens her mouth, it's with wisdom, and her, on her tongue is the law of kindness. And she watches over the ways of her household, and she ain't idle. And guess what? She ain't got to praise herself. Why? Because her children rise up and call her blessed. And her husband praises her and says, Many daughters have done well, but you assailed them all. Honoring your mother. Yeah. So they honoring their mother, and, her, and the husband is honoring his wife. And another is praising her, and not her own mouth. Exactly. She ain't got to pump herself up to saying she's the independent woman on social media. That oh, I'm a single mother. I've been through the struggle. I did everything by myself for my kid. No. She didn't get herself in that situation in the first place because she waited till she found herself a husband. No, she ain't every woman. She's God's woman. She didn't. She didn't. She she didn't spread. She didn't. She didn't um open up her garden before it was time for harvest. Amen. Amen. She didn't let her water run into the streets. Exactly. She let no seed be planted before due time. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm going to just read 30 and 31 again. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. So, she ain't got to talk about it because she being about it. She being about it. And it kind of reminds me of that uh, the grass withered and the flower fades. Amen. But the word of the Lord abides forever. This is what I'm seeing in this woman here. The word of the Lord that's abiding forever. It's not her beauty. It's not her charm. But it don't matter whether she get old. Oh, she's still walking in wisdom. And her works is speaking for her. Mm -hmm. 
So you got to give the fruit of her hands. Amen. All right, we got two messages down here. Let's see what they're talking about. Mama B. Everybody got that power, that that um, energy. That's why I say when I hear people talk about energy, I'm like, ah, uh, 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 put that energy down. Get some Holy Spirit in you. That's what's throwing us all off. 31. I just want to go back and recap this verse 3 and 4. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, we need to remember that everything is because I am. Lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. And into your hands I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. Amen. So, I... That that comes back to relating to what we're here in Proverbs thirty one is you know these show two people who knew the truth this Lemuel and this virtuous woman uh, and I just want to exhort um, brother Nick uh, everything that you said earlier is in line with this man up here with King Lemuel that's what that's what you being taught that's what God is teaching you. So that you, when the time comes, that virtuous wife will be ready for you, brother. Yeah, and it be, and it, be ready for you'll be ready. And 
The thing is, you'll know who she is because you'll discern her because you you don't read, you don't have read this proverbs so many times that you'll know the right woman. Amen. You 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 recognize the signs that Nicodemus recognized that she would be from God because nobody can do the things that she's doing unless God be with them. Amen. Amen. Praise your name, Lord. Amen. Brother Lord, thank you again. We, if you had not showed up, we wouldn't have been here for Brother Nick's testimony. If you hadn't showed up, we wouldn't have been here for Mama B's praise and essentially his testimonies, Brother Morris. So thank you again. That's why I'm glad somebody else got the keys to the church. And it ain't about me. It ain't about you. It's about the Spirit of God mm-hmm. and the church schools. Never go. The gates of hell never prevailing against the people of God. Amen. I saying so if anybody wants it, I'll send you a message and send you the We All One, the NGY Youth Crusaders. All you got to do is put up the Psalms and the Proverbs you're gonna read of the day Amen. that you want that, that you're available. So Amen. if something happens, you're available next week on Tuesday, you go ahead and put up that that um that Psalms 5 and Proverbs 5. Or you fell the Thursday, Psalms 7 and Proverbs 7. The go up there, we all win. I'm not going to just throw you up here, Brother Dick. Amen. I'm going to be up here. Will you come up here with us? Amen. Yeah. And I'll be, up, I'll be here too. Um, Even if I'm at work. Well, I won't be at work Tuesday. So I can be here too. So if anybody wants wants to try it out, we're here. We're here to support you so that we want Amen. people to grow. It ain't about us talking and, and, and spreading the word. It's about us spreading the word and duplicating ourselves so that you can continue to spread the word further than any one of our voices can. Amen. Thank you again, Brother Nick. Amen. Um, guess how many listeners there are over here on Wisdom right now? How many, sir? 31. Oh, are, are all of you all listening? Yeah, I, I had followed a few other people earlier. I probably followed like four or five people from the service. Um, to God be the glory. Um, got uh, Nick and Mama B.
God bless you, girl. God bless you, girl. Sister Tiki put it like this. Drop the seed. You drop the seed. That's all you need to do. Drop the seed. Amen. Amen. Essentially, I mean, uh, that was mama, Spanish mommy. Amen. I wouldn't listen to, amen, David uh, Lorenzo like you would share it with us. I listened, almost listened to the whole service, Brother Morris. Didn't understand that what they were saying, but there was the spirit connection there. Amen. They were speaking in Spanish. Amen. I didn't know that. But I sat there and listened. And, uh, and I got with y'all praise over there. Amen. And that's a spirit thing. Because like I said, I didn't understand what they were saying. But the spirit was real. You see what I'm saying? So thank you. Thank you. Amen. Uh, 32 on wisdom. Bless you all. Nobody's saying anything on wisdom, no. Y'all want to come up? I wouldn't take that praise back home. I wouldn't thank you. Take that thank you, Jesus, back home. Amen. All right. You got estimated, I guess, Brother Morris. Amen. God be the glory. Security. Amen. Amen. Alright, got two more messages here. It's it's real scary to me, especially with the abortion thing. Perhaps have women I had a woman up here saying that a woman could choose to sell her body out, you know, be a, you know, going to, to be a sex worker. It's, it's her choice to defile her body, basically let men, you know, ruin her life and, like, basically, you know, use her body for their own gain. And even then, you know, like, you have millions of people see her whole body and, you know, men, you know, use it in her sin for the rest for like, you know, the rest of your life, basically, you can't get it down. You know, and they say it's 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 the woman's choice. Yes, it's, it's my choice to kill a baby instead of having it. Bit, you know, if you see how they, they they get rid of people, how they get rid of uh, aborted babies, you know, they say, oh, it's not conscious. Yeah, well, they they, they go limb from limb, literally, before they kill it. So you know, it's like you're killing a puppy. But, you know, if you really want to be real, the puppy will probably have a similar conscience. Hey, Amen. Mm. You said something. The conscience is what divine life. Amen. Amen. All right, Nick? Maybe actually it's less than a puppy. Like, it's less of a life form than a puppy. But the thing is, you treat it as such. You treat it like, oh, this is lower than a dog and like than like a bug. So I, I carelessly killing something like you would kill a fly that scares you. Because flies scare me, especially bees, but I, I'm too afraid to fight bees. Amen. So... You're really trying to destroy, ladies. This is what's happening. Planned Parenthood is really trying to destroy the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. Yep, because that's what it is. But not just Planned Parenthood, because we know we we talk we love to talk about Planned Parenthood and what Democrats do, right? They support stuff nonsense like that. Republicans out here supporting um, wars. Which both both parties would support a bunch of wars. That's killing babies. Republicans out here um, don't want to support welfare. 
and other things to help people. And, and one thing the Proverbs has taught me is, like we just talked about in verse 9, open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. They don't care about the poor and needy, so they ain't doing right either. None Basically. None of them are. None and a lot of times, the church is to blame because they let politicians come in there and, 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 um, every every two to four years and say what they need to say to convince people to vote for them. But they ain't holding them accountable. For a donation, maybe. You know how that works. I ain't got to tell you. <laughs> I got three messages here. Um, essentially, Seeker, let me get her twice. Search the secret. tough one um with rape I, my, my belief is this here we don't know what God's providence is unless, unless it's like you know a, a girl who definitely can't like because sometimes like these little nine-year-old girls get raped I don't know that's a tough one some things you have to pray to God for about but yeah if, like if a woman has a dead baby inside of them you, you, I don't think God needs to God will want her to carry a dead baby. God is about the sanctity of life. If there's something dead in her and that's going to kill her, that's not keeping life sacred, is it? Amen. So I, some I, things I, are ethical I, issues. 
um, that you have to consult with God directly. I I can't give you the advice on that. But except for extreme cases, abortion should be a no no. Extreme cases. What we miss most times is not those cases, though, Brother Morris. Amen. We don't operate in those extreme cases. But here again, the conscience is your guide. You can, you got a relationship with God. If somebody did something that brought this thing on you, tell God about it. He's got the answer to it already. You just got to inquire of him. What am I going to do here, Lord? Don't go take man's advice, though. Don't go, I say, don't go and pay them. That's what they want, the money. They don't care about life. Who's going to inquire about God? Because if, if, if it was his will in this fallen world, but it go like that, you still got a life, an image in you that's made in God's image and likeness. Amen. He knew you before the womb, remember? Yes, he did. Now, the other side of that is a lot of us are indulging in consequences rather than the blessings that of Psalms 1. We're still on the ungodly counsel. Yep, that's true. So consequences is overtaking us instead of the blessings. That we're doing. Amen. But he want to order your steps. He want to pluck your feet out the net that's been secretly laid for you. Yep. He wants you to get you out of all these useless arguments to, to distract you, to keep you away from your purpose. Um, like, I, like um, it was a beautiful, this beautiful um, YouTube video. I think I might have shared it with you last night about this guy who used to be homeless. And then I go on YouTube now, and that's just somebody who I like and listen to. He's criticizing the man, but about, about his message saying he's not preaching the gospel. But every time that you speak, you can show Christ sometimes without even saying the word Christ. Just by your actions, the way you look at it. So it's important that we don't miss the forest for the trees at times. And get, and get so caught up in doctrine that we can't see when somebody's trying to encourage somebody. Amen. 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 Alright, Nick. Amen. I told someone they should try to do a fast. May I ask, what are the criteria for a fast? What do you, what do you um, require in a fast? What does not require us to do? Uh, what are some of the things we need to understand when we do a fast? I'm doing a fast now, so it'll be good to hear. And um, if anything, we have to trust in the Lord. So going for the abortion, we can honestly just say unto the Lord, Lord, if, you don't, if, if this baby was made on accident and I'm sick or something, you can say, Lord, um, I, I know I may have not been meant to have this baby. If it is in your will that I not have this baby, but the miscarriage comes. Basically, let God do the, do the job so that he can give the best judgment whether the kids should be born if they're born. And if it's in God's will, pray, do I keep the baby? Do I give the baby away? Just these things that they can go through it, you know, instead of just making that rash decision like God. Yeah. Basically, you say you shouldn't play God. So... I, I always remember that. that. That's one of the reasons why I'm against the death penalty because the death penalty is playing God, right? Wars, wars is playing God because you're killing people depending on what what you try what you feel is right. So let us let us not fight, not be in the flesh, like like Second Corinthians chapter ten said. Let our weapons, our warfare, be 
not carnal, but mighty through God to the putting down of strongholds. And this abortion mindset is a stronghold that that's taking yeah, place here in America. Tell me this. Didn't God say, I slew the wicked for your sake? Yeah. Didn't David commit rape when he took Bathsheba? Yes, he did. He commit murder? Yes, he did. Didn't God take that child? Yes, he did. He went out to David fast and, and said, maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe he so didn't. what am I saying? God is in control of all of that. Nothing slips by him. Nothing. You just need to consult him when you find yourself in a situation that you don't know what to do. And in most times, that's all the time. I don't know what to do with this thing, Brother Lord. So I run to him every morning for guidance. Amen. To God be the glory. All right. Well, we've done this commanded. Of course, there's room for improvement. Um, we're so thankful for you know everybody participating today. Um, this is one of the one of the better services we've had in a long time. Amen. Especially, I I just want to say, God. Uh, actually, as I get ready to pray, I'm I'm actually put this in the prayer. Oh gracious Father, we thank you, glorify your name. We thank you for this day that you have given us. We thank you for the bread, daily bread you provide for us. Please forgive us of our sins, those we did knowingly. In those we did unknowingly, help us to, to forgive others so we do not block our blessings for heaven, oh Lord. We just ask you this morning, oh Lord, or sorry, or this afternoon now here in Eastern Time Zone, for you to look out to each and every person who was on here, oh Lord. Those who are, who came through and passed by on wisdom, those who are still there, those who came by on stereo, and those who are still here on stereo. That you bless them, O oh Lord. That you continue to show your face to them so they'll know what the truth is, O oh Lord. Um, especially we got for Brother Nick, O oh Lord. We know, O oh Lord, that that oh, Satan wants to take the young people, O oh Lord. We ask that you put a hedge of protection over him for your name's sake, O oh Lord. That he may be able to do the things that you need him to do, O oh Lord. Um, just look after him. Continue to rebuke the devourer for his name's sake. Continue for your name's sake, O oh Lord, so that he may do what he needs to do within you, O oh Lord. O oh Lord, as you know, we read Proverbs 31, O oh Lord, we ask that you look after all the women, O oh Lord, that they may be virtuous, O oh Lord, that they may know your word, O oh Lord, that they may be, O oh Lord, the women of one husband, O oh Lord, that they, O oh Lord, would not be out there, O oh Lord, being torn asunder by the world, O oh Lord. Let them be industrious within your will, O oh Lord. That they may be able to grow and have godly children and raise godly children, O oh Lord. But let us not forget, O oh Lord, it's not just on the women to raise the children, O oh Lord, but the, the the initial responsibility to raise the children is on the men. So let us all us men, O oh Lord, as we choose women, O oh Lord, and have children with them, O oh Lord, that we be the ones, O oh Lord, to take initiative, O oh Lord, so that the women, O oh Lord, can follow, O oh Lord, rather than path, O oh Lord, because we know how do you keep them with a man and a woman should separate from their family, oh Lord, and join with you and become one flesh, oh Lord. So we just want to thank you for your word and all that you that you said you would do in our lives. And we believe you and we trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. And amen, amen. seriously. Ah, in the name of Jesus, remember I'm the witness between you and your wife. <laughs> Amen. To God be the glory. 
Alright, so let us go to um, Jude, the book of Jude. We'll go here to the, um, the last four verses to close us out. Or last five verses. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. On some have a compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Not to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with a seeding joy. To God our Savior, who alone is wise. Be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. And we can all say together, Amen. All right, to God be the glory. Um, I ha it's been a wonderful almost three hours I've had with y'all. Got a few things I need to take care of. To God be the glory. Love you all. I love you all. And God bless each and every one of you.